1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Smackin' a Raw Podcast episode 169? Eight? We didn't talk about that. We didn't. Eight? And I didn't put it in.
0: We're oh, gonna damn it, Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the technical issues threw me off.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's see. Our last episode was 167. So we are 168. And I am your host, the Warden Matt Ritter. Travis fucked up our intro with his technical issues, but it's all right. We are here, Sir Kussler, Travis Pointer, aka the Dragon King, aka Big T, aka Sweet T, aka T Money, aka Black Merlin, aka the HNIC. What's that? Man? How's it going? Um, I got dubbed on Sunday by uh, Young Kings Wrestling when I did their um their post show with them. Like I, I by who? Doing Young Kings Wrestling by who? Oh, a uh, uh, TC. Oh, it's, it's your irrelevant
0: then. No, it's
1: not because you said that nicknames are given to you by other people. Yeah, as long as it's not TC. And it was given to me. He dubbed me uh the W uh or the HWBIC, the head white boy in charge. Of what? This podcast. Yeah. But
0: again, once again, see, this, this goes right back to what we were talking about before.
1: TC's disrespect. I mean, technically he's not wrong. You are the head in charge of Creation World, but when it comes to this podcast, I am the HWBIC. Who still answers to me? Yeah, I don't I haven't done much answering to. I just because run things by you. Because you, you hey, haven't given me
0: a reason yet until you tried to put TC on this show. <sighs> I mean, I did put him on the show. I wasn't even here for it. Yeah, yeah, he was good. That he, it was good that time. I was before I knew how
1: disrespectful he was. Um, it's what? What are we? Three, four, four, five days away from election day? Week? Ah, today's the thirtieth. So five days. It's the fourth, right? Four days. Four days. Uh, you guys know what that means. Go vote. Um, this is very important. Travis has his I voted sticker, I'm assuming. I can't really see it Yes, on his glasses. Um, please go vote. Make your voice heard. This is where the policies that we have been looking for to fix the injustices that are in America, this is where it's going to start. This is where hopefully change begins is with, you know, a change in the regime um, locally in your states, in your cities, in your towns, and on a federal level, um, hopefully things are going to get done so this is the best chance you have you can protest you can petition you know you can do all that and we ask you to do so but this is the big thing register to vote get out there make your voice heard and get the candidates that you think are going to be the best for where you live that are going to make the most change um in office so please go do that yeah. I mean, also, I voted but, early.
0: I know a lot of you out there did vote early too. But for those of you waiting until election day, make sure
1: you get out there and do that. Like I said, I voted. I uh, I got a mail-in ballot, and then I went and dropped it off at the ballot box instead of mailing it in to make sure that they received it. So uh, this is the first time I've ever voted, Travis. I'm... You and Shaq in the same boat.
0: Yep. So.
1: Um, also, my pin tweet at Matt Ritter. That is at M A T T R I D D E R is the Young King Wrestling Podcast Black Lives Matter NWO-style T-shirt that is now available in pink for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and it will stay available in pink. So if you didn't get it now, if you didn't have the money, you guys can always go get it later. If you just like the pink design, if you want to support that, that money does go to good causes and is donated to good causes. So please go support that. Um, It is at watermaneuver.com. I have one. go support that. Fuck TC, but support that. I appreciate it. Listen, you're, you're, uh, I had to plead for our podcast on Sunday because, because of your bias. All right. Like I'm out here doing the best I can to through social media, build a viewership and build a listenership and get people to come check this show out. I know that to you, like, it's nice having the show, but you don't need it. You've got, Hashtag them thrones if it ever comes back, or if you just want to do some more shit. You've got super flashy arrow, you've got creation conversation, you know, you've got other shit. You don't need me. This is all I've got. And TC's like, well, you know, if Travis is gonna be like that, then blah, 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 blah. I'm like, listen, listen, you're not hurting Travis by not listening to this show. You're hurting me. <laughs> all right. Like Travis has still got his shit. I'm I'm the only one losing out. So you got me out here pleading for our show over... Look, look. You don't need these pity pity listens, all right? You don't <sighs> yes, need... Yes, I do. You don't Yes, need, I do. You don't. You don't. You think you do, but you don't. You don't see the numbers I do. I want all the listens, Travis. I don't want to lose any listeners. And hopefully one of the reasons that they come to listen to this podcast is because Travis goes to Sasha's DMs on Instagram and drops a panda gif, and I play a song while he does it. And since... We are literally get us a copyright claim on YouTube. I don't think this one will. Uh, We are literally 32 minutes away from my favorite holiday of the year. So I think this is a little appropriate. So we got a uh during the Tech 9, we got a man in a panda suit scaring Jimmy Fallon.
0: Yes, I figured we go with a with a
1: with a scary panda for Halloween, you know. Oh, well, we're going to talk about Halloween because uh I'm not I'm not I might not be happy with you tonight, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh news and rumors, Travis, right off the bat, Twitch. So WWE has officially started this uh, new Twitch regime change. So, I did a little research because I saw that AJ Styles suspended his account. Uh, Mia Yim has suspended her account. Paige was crying, very upset, talking about having to make decisions and how she's, you know, used this since she can't wrestle. She's broke her neck twice for this company. They may be taking this away from her. Um, just a lot of shit going on. So, one of the reports I saw said that WWE is making their independent contractors sign new contracts, and in those contracts, um, it will require them to stream on Twitch as part of their workload. Now, I'm assuming this is just for people who are already streaming. I don't think they're going to make uh, Dexter Loomis or Lars Sullivan or you know every single wrestler go stream on Twitch. I don't see that happening. Right. Um, so I'm assuming it's the people who already have a Twitch channel. It's like, hey, sign this contract. Go do this. And now we get part of the revenue because now it's in the contract that you're doing this for the company. And some people are going to decide they want to do it and some people aren't. Uh, My guess is AJ Styles said this is his last contract in wrestling. So more than likely, he's just going to suspend his account until his contract runs out and then pick it up when he leaves. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not, it's like from a business standpoint, I get it. But also being someone who works for a big corporation who does shit like this, it's fucked up. Yeah. Um. It really is. Yeah. Well, the way I see
0: it is is twofold. Um, one, they are independent contractors. So They outside of their contract with WWE, so they be, they should be able to do what the fuck they want, except however, their contracts state that they can't. That's that's so. the problem. That's that's the fucked up part of the, about WWE contracts. However. However if they're using the fame they gained from WWE to have a successful Twitch channel, I can see why WWE would want their cut. Now, if they're not using, you know, their WWE names, then I think they should be able to. And I thought that was the whole thing. Later later they came out and said, well, let them do it as long as they don't use as long as they use their real names and not their names that we gave them here in WWE. But That's not happening. That's That's, not correct. Yeah.
1: So I was going to say Paige's name is real Soraya. Uh, Mia Yim is not Mia Yim on her, her, uh, handle. Right. I mean, AJ Styles, name is AJ Styles. That's his shit. So I don't think WWE owns that. Right. He was AJ Um, Styles before he came to WWE. So, yeah. So we'll see. Um, speaking of, uh, the megalomaniac tyrant, who's trying to take away Twitch streams from his wrestlers. Netflix has signed a deal for a multi-part Vince McMahon documentary in conjunction with the WWE. So Netflix will be coming out with a documentary about Vince McMahon, a multi-part documentary um, on Vince and I guess him taking over for his father and building this empire that is WWE. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll see. If it's if it's
0: in conjunction with WWE, it's going to be a puff piece. So I don't give a fuck really. But probably, see.
1: um, Elias dropped a new album. It was an EP, four songs, all four bangers. Oh really? Biggest babyface in wrestling. Or are you Travis. just
0: happy because he's beating the shit out of Jeff Hardy?
1: No, li- seriously, all four bangers. Like you know, uh, the House of the Rising Sun that song. Mm-hmm. Okay, he does Amazing Grace, but to the the tune of that <laughs> song, and it's fucking awesome. All four songs bangers. <laughs> That's, that's not a
0: banger, though, Matt. That's just a good no, song. No, it really There's is. Difference. There's a difference.
1: You got to listen. It's a banger, Travis. All four bangers. Just drop four bangers on us. The, the worst part about this album is that it's only four songs long. <laughs> Give me 12. Give me 16. No, thank you. Uh, I actually paid for it. I, I dropped my money on it. I supported the man. Paid for that shit.
0: Well, Max one. He's, he's let us know before that he's not above paying for it. So No, that's
1: true. <laughs> um. Last but not least, and this is actually kind of sad, uh, f- wrestler, former WWE, WCW, and ECW wrestler, and original member of the full-blooded Italians in ECW, Tracy Smothers, has passed away. Um, oh, damn. I didn't know that. Yeah, they had Little Guido and uh, Blue Menion talking about him with Bully Bo- Ray on Busted Open, mm-hmm. um, just sharing some stuff. But, yeah, Tracy Smothers has passed away. So rest in peace, Tracy. Um, moment of silence for him. All right, when are you going to get a soundboard so we can do like a 10-bell salute and all this other shit that I've been talking about?
0: Look, look, this is not the time to be asking me for new shit. I'm barely keeping my eyes open
1: right now. Ask me after December 7th, okay? Okay. okay. Because, <laughs> you know, I, as much as you don't like him, uh, the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast does have a soundboard. They call it the Sovereign Soundboard, and uh, they, did it, they introduce it at the beginning of every show with the, uh, the flute, the Dragonzord flute noise and knowing I'm, you. Well I've I've heard their podcast yeah, okay. before. Before he got disrespectful, you know, I, I did listen to them. You know, well it was it's something newer. I didn't know. Um all right Travis, do you want to talk about why you had me compile a list of champions for my drafted show or do you want to get into the recap?
0: Oh no we can talk about that. Well let's 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 name our champions right now. We'll start there.
1: Okay. So I am, I am correcting some serious wrongs with WWE in my champions. Uh, first and foremost, my WWE champion is Samoa Joe. Because oh, Samoa Joe okay. should be WWE champion, mm-hmm. should get a run. So Samoa Joe is my, my top-tier WWE champion. Uh, United States champion, of course. As I said, just dropped four bangers and a guitar across Jeff Hardy's head. The one, the only, we're walking with Elias. Um, Raw Women's Champion, Ember Moon. We're going to bring back the Ember Moon we had in NXT. The Mystique, the Love, Ember Moon, Raw Women's Champion. And speaking of bringing things back from NXT, they're not the Viking Experience. They're not the Viking Raiders. They're the War Raiders, and they're not going to be doing silly bullshit with floating sandwiches and shit like that. We're going back to Smash Mouth, War Raiders, my tag team champions. (laughs) Well, you see me smiling here because this this is
0: a very is this development actually makes me pretty happy because uh-oh Survivor Series is coming up, right? Correct, correct. And that Survivor Series, it is Raw versus SmackDown, correct? It is, it is, it is. So before I go further with that, I'll let you know who my champions are. Number one, the Universal Champion. I mean, I think it's no real question there. That that's the big dog, Roman Reigns. He's 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 the man right now. He's the champ. My IC champ is the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. (laughs) My women's champion, Sasha Banks. You know, it's just, who else? I mean, I have some good ones on my roster, but right now, Sasha Banks is my women's champ. And the tag champs, I went back and forth on this one for a while, but i am just, I got to look to the future, the Street Profits. I I thought about the Usos, but I'm like, nah, we got to look to the future. Give it to the Street Profits. Now, back to what I was saying, Survivor Series is coming up. And so I think we need to do something. Okay. I think the week of Survivor Series, because we haven't had, you know, a tournament in a while in the group or on Twitter, you know. Okay. We'll do something similar to what we've done before. But what we'll do is, you know, we'll set up Survivor Series matches with our champions. Okay. And the sixth, you know, Monday through Saturday leading up to Survivor Series, we'll have, you know, six matchups and we'll let the people decide the winner. Do you you also want that Wait, Let me finish. Now you might notice that we actually only have four matchups here, right? Yeah. Well, that's because I have, we haven't named our two teams for the traditional five on five survivor series matches. So Mm -hmm. next week we'll announce who our five are for each team, for the women's and the men's five on five survivor series matches. Okay. We'll put those teams together and that'll be our six matches leading up to Survivor Series. We'll have votes.
1: It'll be a good time. Does that answer that question you were about to ask me? I was going to ask you about the women's tag team champions, if that's being factored in. Nah. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. It's It's not a factor in WWE, so it won't be a factor to us either. I can't. So I actually, I started thinking about this as an actual brand and things I wanted to do. And I was like, I was going to make War Raiders my champions, and I was like, you know what would really be fun, Travis? Be like, fun. despite all of his bullshit and his issues and the brilliant idea I had with freak leak and the Freakazoid and all that, Dexter Loomis and Lars Sullivan as a tag team.
0: <sighs>
1: <sighs> no,
0: I don't like it. Really? I don't like it. Lars Sullivan isn't interesting to me at all.
1: Well, there's what a reason is. for that. They've, they've ruined any, any kind of entertainment that Lars Sullivan could have brought. And he brought it on himself. He did all that to himself. I mean, I guess. But even – I actually forgot about a lot of that shit.
0: But the, just him, period, on television, just like, that's boring. I don't give a shit. Well, let's
1: talk about that. Do you want to talk Raw, SmackDown? And let's talk about SmackDown first... since we're here. All right. So we kicked off SmackDown the way we always kick off SmackDown within the last few weeks with Roman and Jay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman comes to the ring. Jay's already there, and basically, Game of Thrones style. Even looks like Kyle Drago. He said, "Bend the knee, Jay." Bend the knee, bruh. Bend the knee. Bend the knee. And
0: to all of you, because I saw the chat in in the group, you know, and I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Are y'all watching the same shit I am? Like, I feel like they're getting like an alternate WWE or some shit. Because during the Hell in the Cell pay per view, there was, it was just, just, just such vitriol being tossed at this angle during that Hell in a Cell match. And quite honestly, I thought it was fucking brilliant. There's only one way it should have, it could have been better. Because the thing is, I knew what was going to happen. The whole time I knew it was going to happen, but I enjoyed it anyway. But I think what should have put it over the top to make him, you know, submit and say I quit. Well, for one, them not having the microphones and having to say it into the microphone was a problem for me, but we'll move on with that later. But I think, you know, because they had, you know, Afan Sika show up, you know, I think during the match, Rikisha should have been there. And Rikisha should have been the one to tell Jay, like, yo, bow down, bruh." Like, it's it's, 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 it's the time that what really puts him over the top is his own father telling him to do so while Jimmy's in that lock. Because at first, you know, I think in that lock at first – Jimmy, Jimmy, like, tells him not to, you know, because he's like, Mm -hmm. he knows he wants to, and he tells him not to, but what puts him over the top is Rikishi telling him, oh, that's your brother, bend the knee, we do that for now, or whatever. You know, like, he's the man right now. Just give it to him.
1: (laughs) See, I I agree with you. I would have done that on SmackDown when he had to bend the knee. I would have had Rikishi come out. Mm -hmm. I would have had Rikishi bend the knee and have Jimmy do or Jay do what he was doing where he was, you know, I hate you, no, blah, 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 you know, doing everything he did in the beginning of the segment, yelling at Roman, not wanting to accept Roman, fighting it, have his dad take the knee and then have him yell at his dad, no, get up, don't do this, don't do this. And then finally, what we got at the end of the night, which we'll talk about when we talk about that later. But yeah, yeah. So those are my only, like, you know, not even really gripes. It's just more like the way I would have done it, you know. Best case scenario was if Rikishi was fit enough and could do it. And he got up from bending the knee and super kicked Jay in one of those old school Rikishi super kicks. Oh, I love those Rikishi super kicks. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Roman gave him to the end of the night. He said, You got to the end of the night, you're going to fall in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got a Survivor Series uh, qualifier match. Kevin Owens defeats Dolph Ziggler in a pretty damn good match. I mean, oh, yeah. it's Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. A lot of people were not happy that Kevin Owens was in pants and not gym shorts. I was confused by it. I wasn't mad, but I'm just like, yeah. why is he wearing that? Okay. Um, backstage, we got Natalia, Billy, and Bianca trying to get Adam Pearce. To, it's basically the same thing we we're going to talk about on Raw with the women where they're arguing over who's the captain and mm-hmm. who should be on the team and this and that. Uh, they make a triple threat match, and I was like, if Bianca doesn't fucking win this oh, match. Oh, listen. When they did this, I'm like,
0: look at these three. Who should be at Survivor Series? If
1: it is anybody but Bianca. Like... Are you I fucking kidding me? I like, could see them putting Billy Kay in that match, and I don't mind Billy Kay being in it, but Bianca needs to be on that
0: team. Exactly. I, like I said, I saw – I can see them doing it too, putting Billy Kay in it, but I'm like, not like this, though.
1: you know not doing it like this. <laughs> Thank God they did a qualifying match to get them on the team because Raw did some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Then we got a really bad Lars Sullivan interview. Like, I feel like they were trying to do – the Jr. McFoley interview to get like some emotion out of this guy, telling us that he was picked on and why he is the way he is, and blah 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 blah. Uh, but this was just awful. Yeah, bad, bad. But that's because Lars Sullivan
0: isn't interesting, and they tried to make him interesting, and it's just not going to work. Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> how, how'd you like the Mysterio stuff? Next. All right, I'm, I'm going to say one thing. Why? One thing real quick. Why are you acknowledging this? I'm not acknowledging it. I just, listen, she's 19 years old. Now, listen, if you're 19 and you're not comfortable dating a 33-year-old man or however fucking old he is, that's fine. I get it. I'm not telling you you should be okay with doing it yourself. But don't knock her for doing it. If she's old enough to vote, she's old enough to go fight in the military, she's old enough to date whoever the fuck she wants. Stop attacking Aaliyah and the WWE because she's 19 and he's 30. Oh, that's not even my problem. But I'm just mad. This whole thing is stupid. No, I'm talking to, I'm <laughs> talking, to, you know, I like to come on here and yell at Twitter and I still see this is cringy. This is creepy. Why are they doing this? This is gross. If that's how you feel about it, that's fine. But don't go after her or WWE because it's not yeah. something you would do. I'm about to
0: say, yeah, it is cringy. But it's just like, at the end, it's just like, I mean, she's grown
1: and whatever. This is just stupid. Yeah. um, (laughs) She kissed Buddy. She picked Buddy over her family. I love him. Stupid shit. Move on. Let's. uh, In her mom jeans, as RN said, on the stream tonight. Um, We had a Carmella promo. Uh, Basically, she's going to be here next week, hopefully wrestling, so we can see what the new Untouchable Carmella is all about. I love the promos. I love the attitude. But I need to see it executed. Think our
0: truth should be here too.
1: I agree. They should be together. Um, yeah. Then we had street Profits. Would you be, would you be okay with that though? Because you
0: know our truth's a raw superstar.
1: Oh no, no, I would not at all. Uh, uh, not even a little bit. Like they should be together, but that should have happened in the draft. I mean, and I understand that she stayed on SmackDown because she's willing to do anything to get ahead, including giving Corey Graves head. So she had to stay on SmackDown. But, but. Our he truth should be is, with R-Truth.
0: But our truth is a 24-7 champion, and 24 hours a day, seven days a week does
1: include when SmackDown's happening. He's a 24-7 champion contracted to Raw, and the 24-7 title did not stipulate that R-Truth was brand-adjacent where he could cross brands. But the title Now, is. again, the title is, and again, it's like the, if it's they like are like the women's tag team titles. It is not. They did not stipulate that. The women's tag team titles were stipulated that the champions could defend those titles on any show Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. And the 24-7 titles
0: stipulated they can defend those titles 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But it does not say on SmackDown, and it does not say on NXT. SmackDown and NXT happen during that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, sir. It can be defended, It just not on that show. I mean, but it's
1: 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If he just happens to be in the building, he shouldn't be in the building. He's not a contracted superstar. Travis, No. No. They can win it from him on a pay-per-view and take it to SmackDown. He can win it back. He's a raw contract, the superstar. Stay the fuck on your own show. All of you. Riot Squad. 24 hours a day. Everyone. Seven days a week, Stay sir. on your own fucking show. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Thank God that that Tucker fucking Otis bullshit didn't spill over and I didn't see Tucker on SmackDown tonight because I would have a shit fit. Um, Street Profits defeat Shinsuke and Cesaro. You'll There's like no tag team division. So, like, yeah, this is great. And, yeah, I'm excited as shit for Street Profits versus New Day, mm-hmm. especially after the stuff on Raw that we're going to talk about. But, like, what do we do with the Street Profits after Survivor Series? I have no fucking clue. Cause Cause they have, have nobody to think Everybody. <laughs> they've already <laughs> beat all the tag teams on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, they got moved to SmackDown.
0: They've already beat all their tag teams because they only have one t- other tag team. Cause oh, they-
1: two. They've got Rudolph and uh... – They got Dolph and Bobby. Oh, I forgot they.
0: I forgot. And they beat
1: them night one, and then they beat Shinsuke and Cesaro tonight. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. uh, Then we got uh, Sasha in ring promo. She brings down the chair from the show Um, that apparently she took from Bailey's locker room. How do you feel about, even though she won, which is good, and the Hell in a Cell match was fantastic? How do you feel about babyface Sasha? I don't like babyface Sasha. Like,
0: heel Sasha is the best Sasha. So if we get that back somehow, I'm cool. I don't like Sasha
1: as a baby face. Okay, um, Bailey took a nice shot at Sasha, said challenge her to a fight or a championship rematch next week, and said that uh, given her track record, Sasha ain't walking out with the title. Um, apparently, I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> longest title reign: 27 days. Yeah, yeah. Sasha has never held the title for more than a month.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh raw or, or a singles title because oh, I'm pretty sure they had, yeah. yeah, yeah, tag titles lasted longer, but she had Bailey the first time, not the second yeah. time. <laughs> um, and then our main event, Jay Uso defeats Daniel Bryan. He does, Jay then bends the knee to Roman Reigns, who came out during the match, said at least 50 times he understands now. I don't know what happened between seven o'clock. Central yeah, time. Yeah, he shouldn't have said anything. 9
0: p.m. The Central talking time. was the problem in this in this segment here. It's like what happened was cool. He shouldn't have said anything though. He should have
1: quietly, silently. All of a sudden, he hated you, but now he loves you. And in two hours, he find <laughs> the ass whooping last night. He didn't understand, or Sunday night, the week leading up to tonight. He did not understand, but the two hours between the two conversations <laughs> they had. He now understands.
0: Well, he had that two hours to really contemplate the next ass whooping he was about to get. <laughs> and he realized it wasn't worth it. <laughs> and he's just uh, like, you know what? No more ass whoopings. This is like, you know, I'm not going to do it. Let me tell you, somebody who grew up, you know, with a father that dealt out ass whoopings, you know. At some point, you get to the point where you're like, you know what? I don't want no more ass whoopings. So I'm going to just do this. Like, well, you know, that that is the point of an ass whooping. hmm yeah, it was just like, you know what? If if I do this, I'm going to get more ass whoopings. So if I just don't do this thing, I won't get my ass whooped no more. So you know what?
1: I'm going to just not do this thing no more because I don't like getting my ass whooped. <laughs> uh, speaking of ass whoopings, then Jay proceeded to whoop Daniel Bryan's ass. Uh, so I didn't smoke Roman weed until I left the house. Make him understand. You understand. Now make him understand. And Daniel Bryan took that ass whooping. I don't know if Daniel Bryan understood. He wasn't doing much talking. He may or may not have
0: understood, but he got an ass whooping. So eventually he'll understand if they deal out enough ass whoopings. If if WWE has taught us anything, is that if somebody takes enough ass whoopings, eventually they get it. Whether it's Jimmy Uso or Cedric Alexander, eventually
1: you give them enough ass whoopings, they get it. Mm-hmm. We also had a Sami Zayn promo about his match with Bobby Who Lashley. Who gives at a Slam? shit? Um, did you see the Bobby Lashley promo on Raw? Was that good enough for Hulu? I don't think so. Good. Well, you saw this. We'll talk about it now. Bobby brought up the, the his sisters, the angle with Sammy and his sisters. Okay. Yeah, I was I like, Why, would you, I Why would you do that? I didn't see this. Why would you do that? What was the angle with Sammy and his sisters? I don't even remember that where Bob where Sammy Zayn was feuding with Bobby Lashley and he brought out all those men dressed as Oh women. right. said it was right, Bobby's sisters. Right. Yeah. I remember yeah. now. Yeah, they brought that back up and I'm like of all the things you act like didn't happen and you try to forget. Why is it always the really bad shit you want to remember and bring back up? Mm-mm. That's why I wasn't good enough for Hulu. They didn't want me to see that bullshit. Yeah. Bobby Lashley's sisters and Bailey it's your life. We can't let that die but we can Fucking forget about continuity left and right, no problem. Uh, Smackdown, spit or swallow. Um, oh, the fucking
0: Mysterio shit and the Lars Sullivan shit brought it down, but I think I, uh, I think I'll go ahead and swallow because for one, I can watch Montez do that fucking frog splash every day of the week. Just over and over again because it's fucking amazing.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And you know, the Roman Reigns and Jay stuff continues to be good, solid stuff. I
1: enjoy it. Give me good story. That's what I want. All right, I'm gonna swallow too. Roman and Jay stuff was good. Uh, Bianca got the win, made the Survivor Series team, Mm -hmm. so that that was a big plus for me. I didn't mind the rest. I did not like the show. I just it wasn't my favorite show of the week because it wasn't the best show of the week. There's let's only- talk about your favorite show nope, of the week, Nope, that'll be last. So, you want to do AEW or Raw? <clears throat> I don't want to do anything. Uh, let's talk AEW, then. Same thing. Go ahead. MJF talks about how he owns Wardlow, and if Wardlow wins his match and goes on and gets a title shot and becomes champion, then MJF, through transitive properties, will then be champion. Algebra. Um, yeah sammy then shows up and says listen we don't fucking want you in the inner circle i don't care about this town hall tonight i'm gonna make sure you never make it into the inner circle uh and then mjf says sammy looks like he sells adderall to kids and kate does not watch AEW. i put this on she was getting ready for bed and she goes is he still good and i'm like who she goes mjf is he still is he still an entertaining asshole and he said that, and she started dying laughing. She goes, yeah, he's still an entertainer. <laughs> <asshole." laughs> yeah. Basically, all this set up the pay-per-view. And I think it was, like, it's not bad, but it was all things we knew were going to happen. So Adam Page defeats Wardlow, mm-hmm. moves on to the finals. Knew that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, somebody who barely pays attention when he watches AEW knew that was going to happen. Yeah. We had a Mox promo that didn't really do it for me. Um, oh, when
0: he was sitting in the back talking about his... Yeah, 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 yeah who cared?
1: Uh, then, well, I just
0: know what we do here at AEW. I'm like, well, what do you do at AEW? Because
1: I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> then we had an Eddie Kingston promo who's probably, along with MJF, the most talented and entertaining person on the mic. Um, I still don't know how the bunny got back. Did I t- did we talk about last week about people telling me that I need to watch Dark? Did we... We yeah, we he's went there, okay. and, I, and okay. I mentioned that if your best stuff is on Dark, it should be on TV. Yeah. Um, he kicks the cameraman out of the ring, which I really enter, entered, or enjoyed, where mm-hmm. he's like, I worked my whole life to be in here. Who are you? Get out of my ring. Yeah, I saw Made that. May the cameraman that get out. Yeah. Um, then he defeats Matt Seidel, or as you know him, Evan Bourne.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He, he didn't go airborne. Yeah. He did not. It's, it's really disappointing to see Evan Bourne, and he
0: doesn't go airborne.
1: Um, We do have Young Bucks versus FTR. They talk about how FTR attacked Matt Jackson's ankle. Matt Jackson said the injury won't stop the Bucks. Um, And if the Bucks lose, they will never challenge again. And a lot of people were mad at this because they did the same thing with Cody. And then Cody (sighs) lost and he can never challenge for the AEW title again. No, Travis, I don't have anyone else to talk to. So you got to pay attention. (sighs) Young Bucks versus FTR, match that has been years in the making. If the Bucks lose, they could never challenge for the AEW Tag Team titles again. Will they go away? No. They'll still be EVPs. They'll still be there. Then who cares? Um, do you think the Bucks are going to lose? No, nah, they haven't
0: held a title yet since AE- AEW came on television. I doubt it.
1: So the whole idea, my understanding, was behind Cody losing was everyone was like, oh, well, all they're going to do is just make themselves all the champions, and Kenny's going to be champion, and Cody's going to be champion, the Bucks are going to be champions because they're EVPs and blah, blah, blah. So Cody put that stipulation in place to prevent that from happening and be like, see, look, I can never challenge for the AW championship ever again. I lost. I'm out of that title picture. But then he made the TNT title, and he gave himself that. Yeah. So... um. I guess they could make a different tag team title and just give the Bucks a different t- the TNT tag team titles. They could do that. So I think they learned from that first mistake. So it's not, yeah, they'll win. All right. Uh then we got the town hall. This was actually fairly entertaining. Yeah, this, this is the Jer- best
0: part of the whole show. This is the Jericho best part. Jericho
1: and MJF are fielding questions. You got Britt Baker uh and Reba fawning over Jericho.
0: MJF over there doing his best forty five impression. That was enjoyable
1: yes uh eric bischoff yeah easy he
0: made an appearance i'm like oh look at that look at that
1: so this was good shit i i enjoyed this uh basically it comes down to mjf getting sick he's like listen i've done everything what haven't i done to deserve to get into this group and jericho says you haven't beat me MJF. neither did anybody else in the inner circle but okay <laughs> mjf versus chris jericho at full gear and afterwards The, uh, so it was funny. Ortiz and Sammy are my two least favorite members of the inner circle. I like Santana Santana's good shit. Ortiz with the tigers. Like it, that's not my brand of cheesy. And I, I talked about this with the young Kings wrestling Podcast a little bit is there's a lot of comedy in wrestling, but not all comedy is for everyone. Mm -hmm. The stuff I saw Wednesday on the other show, I enjoyed all of it. The stuff that happens here. Some of it I do. Some of it I don't. Stuff that happens on WWE, some of it I enjoy. Some of it's not for me. The Tiger-style shit is not for me. Sammy, yeah, he's fun. In-ring, he's fine. He just doesn't do it for me. Jake Hager, he's their wannabe Brock Lesnar, who's never around, so that doesn't bother me. I, I really like Santana. Santana's like the But he wrestles the man. in his boxer briefs. And I enjoy Jericho. So um, I kind of want MJF to win in the tag team match so he can get into the inner circle. I mean, but he doesn't have to win the tag match to get into the inner circle. Well, I want him to win the tag match to get the momentum and then beat Jericho and get in. And then when Sammy and Ortiz come back and say, well, I beat you guys and I beat him, so I beat everybody, and I'm in. And then I said, we can eventually build the inner circle out like the NWO and split it down the middle and have inner circle Hollywood with Jericho and inner circle Wolfpack with MJF leading it. That's the thing. When I looked at this, the way they should have done it was have him join way
0: back when it was first teased, and he really could have been the macho man to hit to Jericho's Hulk Hogan in the inner circle, and it would have worked. But no, we don't do
1: things that make sense around here. So well, maybe they're maybe they're just trying to go about it a different way and not be so obvious. But them. if
0: we know it works, then why wouldn't you
1: do it? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Fucking stupid. Team Taz still wants Willie Hobbs. He still hasn't given him an answer, and Taz has just given him all the time in the world to make and come up with an answer. All right. Then we have Orange Cassidy versus Cody Rhodes for the TNT title in a Lumberjack match. And <clears throat> the Lumberjacks, like, there needs to be in AEW, like, classes where you teach these wrestlers how to properly be Lumberjacks. Mm -hmm. and what the point of a lumberjack is. Mm -hmm. We also need to discuss the fact that if Orange Cassidy and the best friends are babyfaces, they should not be punching Cody Rhodes in the face and cheating to let Orange Cassidy try and beat. I mean, in their defense, Cody punched
0: them first, though.
1: Yes, but Travis, as we've discussed, there is a stupidity in babyface mentality that must be maintained where you don't sink to the other person's level. Unless now, you're like, unless you're like John Moxley or Stone Cold Steve Austin or you know. I also really didn't enjoy the fact that as the best friends are hitting Cody in the face and doing the shit, Dustin Rhodes and QT Marshall, the most useless yeah. man on the roster, yeah. Yeah. just yeah. sit there and watch just let it happen. their brother get dropped and punched in the face. The only one that stood up for Cody was Arn Anderson at the end, because Arn's a real motherfucking G. Arn's thing. The whole him getting dropped thing. I mean, honestly,
0: they did him a favor. They didn't have to catch him at all. They could have just let him fall from up there, and it would have been a worse fall than when they dropped him. So, honestly, he should be thanking them. I agree.
1: Um, Also, the Dark Order, Dork Order, got involved at some point. Yeah, yeah. They super kicked Cody, which allowed Cody – or they super kicked Orange Cassidy, which then set him up so Arn could punch him in the face, which helped Cody get the win. Um, Yeah, how
0: are two of them able to get in the ring without the ref scene? I don't get it, but okay. whatever.
1: And then afterwards, the best friends are going back to their locker room. They are met by Miro and Kip Sabian, who said they want to squash the beef. They And then beat the shit out of the best friends. And And the the only
0: ones who were dumb enough to think that was
1: real were the best friends. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you feel about Miro being very upset about them breaking his arcade cabinet? Because I feel like you would be upset. Oh, I would. If you had bought an arcade cabinet and yeah, Especially if it. it
0: was NBA Jam. Like, a lot
1: of people are like, this is fucking stupid, but I'm like, this is something that I feel Travis can relate to. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. If I had purchased an NBA Jam arcade cabinet and somebody broke my a- NBA Jam arcade cabinet, they might have to die. Okay. I get it. I, I 100% get it. I would whoop their ass every week.
1: Um, and then we got the second. That is the, the- definition of on-site. Which is what Miro's doing. Yeah. yeah.
0: So It is on site from now on. So you're for
1: this. I am.
0: I am. I'm 100% for them whooping the best friend's ass on a weekly basis. Plus hashtag fuck Chuck. Exactly. On top of hashtag fuck Chuck. It was already fuck Chuck.
1: It is double fuck Chuck now. Now this is where I give AEW some credit. They brought in Serena Deeb, who was part of the Straight Edge Society, who is the new NWA Women's Champion. Oh, that's her? Yes, Oh, they had. So she was part of that, and then she was in the very first Mae Young Classic, and mm. instead of getting signed as a wrestler, they signed her as a trainer, and she was training a bunch of the women we're seeing wrestle for WWE now. Mm. She then left WWE, went back to wrestling, and is now the new NWA Women's Champion defeating Thunder Rosa, who was the NWA Women's Champion, who has been featured. So I love the fact that AEW – I didn't recognize it with hair. Yeah. I love the fact that AEW has opened their doors to the NWA and other promotions and allowed those promotions who aren't in the pandemic get some of their wrestlers some shine on AEW.
0: Yeah, so Thunder be, Rosa, that can be what um, you know, really kind of helps, you know, yeah, helps boost up AEW too cuz it's like, you know, hey, we got all these different folks out here. mm mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. No, they do, they do that. They, uh, they do cross-promotion with uh, AAA as well. Obviously, Kenny Omega is the uh, AAA mega champion. They do it with New Japan because John Moxley is the New Japan United States champion still, I believe. So their connections with other companies that WWE doesn't do is something that I find very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to when COVID ends, seeing more of that cross-brand uh, exchange of talent between them and other companies. Uh, I think it'll I be mean- good for everyone. I mean, yeah, quite honestly,
0: this is one of the things, um, I mean, I know it's people, some people don't like this comparison, but this is part of what helped make WCW successful. They worked with Japan. They worked with all these other, like, you know, foreign promoters and all that kind of shit to kind of help boost their roster. They kind of
1: had a mutual thing going on, especially mm-hmm. with Japan. And it lets their wrestlers go work a different style and figure themselves out and get better working different opponents in a different place. Uh, Serena Deeb defeats Layla Hirsch here. Um one of the better AEW women's matches. Uh, since they brought in Thunder Rosa and Serena, we've been seeing, even though it's one match a week, we've been seeing more and more uh, better women's matches on Dynamite. So I do appreciate that. Yeah, you got to Abaddon somewhere. was supposed to have this spot. Who? she Abaddon. I'll have to send you a picture of her. You're okay. probably not familiar with her. You probably missed her. Um, she was fighting Tyan Conti, who was from NXT, Tay Conti, who she teamed with Anna J little Brazilian chick with the big butt. Yeah. Okay. I remember Judo that. girl. Yeah. Okay. Um, on Abaddon's throat and Abaddon actually had to go to the hospital for it. So they ended up cutting that match from the show. I, I heard that the Sean Spears match replaced it, but it might've been the Serena Deeb match because they did this like right after she won the NWA title the night before. Mm-hmm. So they may have talked to them, flew her in and done this match to replace that match um, for their show. Uh, Then, like I said, Sean Spears defeats a jobber. Now, Travis, did you enjoy this? Because there's something in here that I thought would really go over with you. Mm. After Sean Spears defeats a jobber, he gets into it with a black bull in the crowd who comes in the ring and reveals that Scorpio Sky is the black bull. And what's funny about this whole thing to me,
0: besides the obvious, was that. Once again, I barely pay attention to what's going on in AEW. I didn't even know they were in the middle of a feud, but they mentioned Scorpio Sky before this match, and then there was Scorp- there was this random dude in, like, you know, completely covered by this damn, you know, costume because, you know, obviously it's him because he's black. So if he had anything that was showing, you'd know it was him. So it's just like, oh, obviously it's Scorpio Sky, and oh, lo and behold, it's Scorpio Sky. I'm so shocked. yeah yeah yeah
1: so well and that's what i said you need to start taking things from dark or being the leader wherever you're building some of these stories and before you go into a match from that shit so we kind of know okay this makes sense yeah show a little recap you know just a little just a little thing you know you know.
0: remember how um on raw smackdown i used to do like you know the Raw Rebound or Raw Rewind or whatever the fuck, you know? Just mm-hmm. like, you know, just give you a little something like, well, remember this?
1: And then, just, now watch. I can't guarantee I'm going to listen to every word that the commentator say. And we're going to talk about that because it's not just the AEW. Because while I'm doing this shit, I'm doing work. I'm taking care of a child. I've got other shit going on. So I can't listen to every single word the commentator say. So I may miss some shit. But if you play a video, I can see it. You know, I don't have to hear everything. I can see what's going on um final match also uh a semifinal match in this singles tournament kenny omega defeats penta how have you so i, I really want to talk to you about this how have you viewed this uh new version of kenny omega these last two weeks same way i view the rest of AEW. okay so let me run this by you let me i, I doubt it'll change your opinion but i just want to see so my take on this whole Kenny Omega from last week, which you didn't watch, but I'll tell you what happened. And then this week. Okay. So last week they ran down all of Kenny Omega's accomplishments. Yeah, this week came too, out. Well, this, this was all of his championship wins the first oh, time. Okay. So they ran down all that, right? All the things he's done in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Because everyone talks about how he shouldn't have been in a tag team. He should have been a singles wrestler. He's the best wrestler in the world. So they say, this is everything that you say about Kenny. Here it is. Then, and I may be looking too deep into this, but I don't think I am. He has two women in bikinis with brooms in his entrance, which is something that is very Unkenny-like. I liken this to the idea that everyone has been giving him shit for how he uses women in W or AEW. You don't use the women properly. You don't feature the women properly. Okay, here they are front and center in bikinis with brooms in my entrance. Because... Everything they've been doing with Kenny is to build him as a heel and make people hate him, including last week squashing Sonny Kiss in, like, 15 seconds. Coming in, hitting a knee, and people were flipping out. And I thought it was great because they gave Kenny so much shit for putting over a jobber in, like, a 20-minute match. Why You're the best wrestler in the world. Why did you put a jobber over? Why did you have a 20-minute match with him? Why did this guy get so much time, blah, blah, blah? So Kenny's like, okay, fuck you. If you didn't like that I was giving this guy some shine and giving him a chance to showcase himself because he's an unknown and I gave him a 20 minute match and I didn't just beat him. Cause I'm the best wrestler in the world. I'm going to take someone you love. It was supposed to be Joey Janela, but Joey came in contact with someone that had COVID and took himself out of the match. Mm-hmm. So they put Joey Janela's tag team partner in his spot, Sonny kiss, and they squashed him. So people were like, Oh, AEW's is racist. Cause they squashed a gay black guy. They're homophobic. This and that, blah, blah, blah. None of that's true. The reason that, it was sunny is because Joey Janelle had to back out and that's his tag team partner. So it made sense. That's who you put in. you know, Joey can't go. This person fills in for Joey,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but he squashed someone that the AW fans love in 15 seconds as a fuck you. That's the way I viewed it. Now this week they come out, same entrance, run down all of the websites that talk about how Kenny's the greatest, that people that hate AW hate hearing. Hate that people say all this great stuff about Kenny Omega because they can't stand him. Me being one of those people, because we just don't get it. So he rubs that in your face in his entrance. Same women in bikini sweeping, very unKenny like Comes down and disrespects Pentagon, who is, again, a more beloved wrestler in AEW for all the stuff he's done out everywhere else. By wearing a T-shirt, taking that T-shirt off after the match has already started to show the championship that he beat Pentagon for, laying it down and then they have a banger of a match everything that i see kenny doing is kenny trying to make sure that people don't fucking like him because he is such a popular person and he wants to be a heel he's crafting all of this to make sure when he takes on hangman and probably beats hangman which is gonna fucking suck that people hate him after this trying one to question. be a real heel one
0: question yeah, go ahead the people who are upset about the way he beat Sonny Kiss, you know, just squashing him or whatever. Are these the same people that were telling you to watch Dark? Uh, I did possibly, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. because It's just like, you know, I'm
1: going to need them people to pick a side. Either AEW is perfect or it's not. It, there was a lot of, and I don't think it is. I think it was more so the WWE fans trying to pick things apart from AEW. Oh. Oh, it was that shit? Okay. Never Saying, mind. oh, AEW's homophobic because Kenny beat Sonny Kiss or AEW just beat a black wrestler in 15 seconds, Brock Lesnar style. They're racist and blah, 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 blah. I think oh, that's well, those people they were are
0: dumb to too. Okay. Yeah, I get oh. you. Yeah, fuck them too.
1: Gotcha. Um, no, Kenny and Penta tore it down though. They had a great match. I don't think it was the best match of the week. A lot <laughs> of people loved it. It was fine. They did good shit. Someone uh, – it was fun. It was a good match. Kenny got the win. Kenny and Hangman in the main event. Can we stop this now? Yeah. Uh, okay. you spin or swallowing. Spit.
0: You're spitting AEW. Well, you know what? I'll gargle. I'll gargle okay. because that that uh that segment in the middle with the, the town hall shit, it entertained me. That was
1: that okay. was that was fun. Uh, I'm gonna swallow. I like <laughs> I said, I I enjoyed it. I didn't hate it. It was fine. Uh just not the best show of the week to me. Which means Monday night raw. Now, this, in my opinion, personal opinion, I don't know if you agree, worst fucking show of the week. I mean, AEW still happened this week, so, you know. Uh, This was trash. So, Drew addresses him. Lou comes out, addresses his loss, says he'll be champ again. Then the Miz interrupts to brag about how he won the money in the bank. Drew headbutts the Miz. They try and double-team him, but he basically beats up Miz and Morrison. Because Drew versus – the unless they're going to have the Money in the Bank on the line again and have Drew beat the Miz for the Money in the Bank so he can cash it in later, which would be awful in my opinion. Why are we having Miz feud with Drew McIntyre?
0: Because they need to, you know, keep Drew from going after Orton right now because Survivor Series is coming up. Yeah. Um, My thing with this whole Drew what's happening right now, though, He's basically just throwing a hissy fit because he lost. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's really all that's happening right now. And it's just like, dude, you lost. Get over it. You didn't get cheated. You just lost. Like, it was a hell in a cell match. You wanted
1: this. Like, it's just... You lost to a man who, as I said on Sunday on the recap, if you didn't listen, pulled a lightsaber out of his prison pocket and beat you with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... He
0: is the apex predator. You knew who he was when you got into the ring with him. You knew who he was when you stepped into Hell in a Cell with him, which, by the way, best moment of Hell in a Cell, I forgot to mention when we were talking about SmackDown, was that moment when Roman Reigns was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Okay, well, I might as well close this door because ain't nobody leaving here. Like, that moment right there was my <laughs> favorite moment of the entire pay-per-view. Like, yeah, I might as well close this door. Ain't nobody leaving here. <laughs> I'm just like... Damn, bro. But anyway, um, when you got into the ring with you know with Randy Orton, you knew who he was. You knew once you put him into a match where he was able to do whatever the fuck he wanted that you were go you know you were gonna feel some things. Some things were gonna happen, and you lost. It's you just lost? that simple. You chose to get in that ring with him. You chose to climb into the top of the cell against him. Like it's just all the things that happened. These these were your choices, and you oh, lost. God. So why are you throwing a fucking fit right now? You're very you're doing you're doing some real Hulk Hogan shit right now. Like that's the kind of shit Hulk Hogan used to do when he was a babyface and he'd lose and he'd lose his shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember back when we watched that old Royal Rumble when he got eliminated from the Royal Rumble and just threw a fit because he got eliminated fair and square and pulled someone out and eliminated yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Real
1: babyface move, Hulk Hogan. Yeah,
0: yeah. That shit. Yeah anyway finish go
1: ahead uh uh, we're done with that did you see AJ Styles versus Jeff Hardy yes so AJ comes out cuts a promo on Riddle who by the way with that big motherfucker like why is he so fucking big Matt Like the dude is like eight foot twelve or some shit like why is he Super Saiyan 2 Black Napa god damn his name now um so Kenny from a Kenny for your thoughts who we had on the show you remember Kenny I like Kenny yeah he tweeted out today that he heard that I filed a lawsuit against WWE, which is why Matt Riddle lost the mat, and he only has to go by Riddle. <laughs> now I'm not confirming nor denying that that happened, um, because if there was a lawsuit, I wouldn't be able to talk about it on a podcast. Exactly, you know, our attorney
0: advised against speaking about such things publicly. If that happened, we're not. Saying I it, it will
1: say this, world. Wildlife Foundation Energy. (laughs) Hashtag Ritter over Riddle. Oh man. Uh speaking of shout-outs and shit like that. Uh are we gonna get Vince's new logo up for the show? I'll see. Okay.
0: I wanted to make sure you got
1: it in case you wanted to use it and I wanted to remind you that you had it. Oh, I have it. I know. I know. Uh, I have it. I've got a lot of positive feedback on that, so that's definitely going to go on a shirt. A lot of people really like that. I think Vince did a fantastic job on that logo for us.
0: That's mm-hmm. so. cool. It probably will be work better for a shirt than for our official logo. But, yeah, we'll,
1: we'll do some things with it. Um, so, anyway, he cuts a promo on Riddle and on Jeff. Talks about how he's 2-0 against Matt Riddle, how Jeff's a cheater. Uh, AJ gets the win here. And then Elias the biggest baby face in WWE smashes Jeff Hardy over the head with a guitar to mm-hmm. celebrate the release of his four banger EP. Okay, Matt. <laughs> uh, did you see our truths promo about the 24 seven title negative? Did you see Lucha house party negative? Did you see the firefly Funhouse? I did. Okay. So of all the bad shit that happened on raw Bray, and alexa are the only saving grace <laughs> of course. they do a mad hatter style tea party alexa bliss brings tea and when rambling rabbit is drinking it he asks for the what's in it and she lists the ingredients last being arsenic because as we know from game of thrones a woman's weapon is poison mm-hmm. rambling rabbit dies from the arsenic but then comes back to life at the end tell cersei
0: I want you to know it was me. Mm
1: -hmm. Then, as Alexa plugs her moment of bliss with Randy, we get a cut to Bray's face hearing Randy's name. Just fantastic. She's even got the gloves, the pain and play, her own version. Travis, Mm -hmm. I just, I fucking loved all of it. I really (laughs) did. She needs a mask. She does. She needs a mask. Something. Like, she needs her Firefly Funhouse character, and then she needs her (laughs) regular Alexa, like, that'll be like the Alexa bliss now. And then, you know, we need the other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the name is, whatever it is, but she needs a mask though. So like she needs to have a mask,
1: but let's give it some time. Let's get there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Let's not rush it. Let's let's get fine. I'm just saying she needs a mask. Also, uh,
0: it doesn't have to happen tomorrow. I'm just saying she needs a mask.
1: I don't know if you remember this, but that next time she has a match, that staff, that, that thing that Bray Wyatt beat rambling rabbit with when he came back to life was from the Orton Bray Wyatt feud from WrestleMania. Oh. So that was a nice little touch. Didn't know um, that. did you see uh you, you said you saw the Survivor Series women arguments with Adam? Yeah. So Shayna and Naya both think that they should be team captain. <laughs> My favorite part was when uh Nia asked Shayna if she was on Shayna's list and she was like no. <laughs> for who should be on the team? <laughs> um, but they're basically talking to Adam Pierce, saying, "Hey, Nye's like I should be team captain. Here's my list of who should be on there." Shane's like, "Ah, eh, I should be team Wait captain." Wait a minute, My list. Yeah,
0: I didn't see this part. I Only saw the part in the ring. Okay. Uh, Did you see Elias versus Keith Lee? I did see
1: Elias versus Keith Lee, basking in his glory. Okay, so <laughs> you're, were you mad about this? About what? So Keith Lee gets the win. But I saw a lot of people. I'm not about to get
0: it all in, into the minutiae of how he won and all that shit. I don't care. Whatever. Well, I was going
1: to say Dave LaGreca and Bubbly Ray, specifically, were not happy with the fact that Keith Lee seemed to have a hard time beating Elias to get that spot. I mean, Elias is an established
0: main roster guy. Keith Lee just got called up. It makes sense to me. Okay. Because he technically won off a distraction from Jeff Hardy's music. Yeah, it's so. fine. Build him up. Don't, he doesn't have to come in
1: completely dominating everybody, but then there's nowhere for him to go. Yeah, I'm okay with that. So Lee makes the team, which is good. Keith Lee should be on the team. Lee makes the team. We got AJ and Keith Lee for Survivor Series for the Raw team. Uh, did you see the Herb Business versus Retribution? Elimination, elimination tag team match. No, I didn't see that. Oh, Travis, there was some shit there. I was going to say, I thought they had... Didn't they have a one-on-one match? No. So, Shayna and Nia confront Dana and Mandy about Survivor Series. Did you see that backstage? No. Did you see The Miz versus Drew McIntyre? Yes. Drew beats The Miz. Yeah, no shit. Uh, Did you see The New Day promo for survivor series i did
0: don't new- don't go full dawkins do not go full <laughs> dawkins we, we know he's sleepy don't go full dawkins
1: <laughs> the new day are dressed as the street prophets just talking shit and then oscar shows up and oscar is trolling and it was fantastic doing just all of it uh, i i love the whole thing i loved all of it every bit of it yeah this
0: say was the only time i saw it well think maybe i did see that match
1: with the hurt business it was an elimination tag match and during it me a yim like had a crack fit no i didn't see it okay um then we got drew guaranteeing that randy orton did you see that backstage interview thing yeah yeah drew guarantees that rko have a moment but it will not be of bliss while he's talking to charlie yeah because he's throwing a hissy fit because he lost a match yeah, and then we got Adam Pearce and the weird ginger guy that Nia Jax hates announcing the five-woman team. So no qualifier matches. They're just going to make a team for Raw, yeah, which this pissed is me off. That I saw, yeah. Because why the fuck is Naomi not on this team?
0: That's why she's going to join the Hurt Bids, because she's getting looked over.
1: So we got the tag champs, Shayna and Nia. They added Dana and Mandy. They just got a pass. And then the last spot is either between Lacey, Nikki, Lana, or Peyton Royce. Um, Lana gets the win Again She steals the win
0: Gets the win Yeah yeah. Remember I'm the one that always says A W's a W I'm not knocking her for it I'm actually commending her for it <laughs> You do what you gotta do To get that dub
1: Nikki Cross has new music And it's fucking awful It's not Nikki Cross Yeah that me.
0: was weird I'm like what is this
1: Um, Lana And celebrated. I don't wanna jinx it
0: Cause it might be that thing It's the about the same thing Where they don't have the rights To certain music and shit But I don't want to jinx it, but why do the Street Profits still have their music? Goddamn, damn it, Travis. Don't put that out in the universe. I mean, I hear you, but it's just like, I'm, a, I'm it's more than I'm afraid that they're going to lose theirs too, because I love their music too, you know?
1: I do too, but I'll tell you this. If they lose their music, where did Titus O'Neil go? Did he go to Raw or SmackDown?
0: Hell, I don't know. <laughs>
1: who, let who Titus knows O'Neil? where Titus O'Neil let, is? If we lose the Street prophets' music, let them get Titus's music. Yeah, I guess that would be okay. It's not, it's not perfect, but at least it's better than whatever generic-ass bullshit yeah, they're going to give them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Because they um, bring the
0: swag like nobody
1: can, so I need yeah. to
0: keep that shit. Like, it's just...
1: Lana gets put through the announce table again. She's celebrating with Nia Jax. Yeah, this is actually one of those things. Like, some people may not like it. I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, I <no. laughs> So, Kyle over at the Smack, the Smack Raw podcast was talking about and he goes, it was funny, and then it wasn't. Now it's funny again.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of how that shit works.
1: <laughs> did you see uh, Randy Orton talking about how he's not scared of Alexa and Bray?
0: Um,
1: yes, yes, yes. Yep. That's basically all that was. Randy said, I ain't scared of Alexa or Bray. He's still going to go out and do the moment of bliss, knowing full well that it could be a setup. He doesn't care. Uh, do you see Riddle versus Sheamus? <sighs> yes, I did. Sheamus gets a spot on the Survivor Series team, defeating Matt Riddle. Cool Listen, story, bro. Hashtag Ritter over Riddle all day long, but I don't know what Matt Riddle did to get shit on like this, where he's just losing all of his matches on the main roster all the time. I don't know if it's the bro. I don't know if it's the shoeless thing. I don't know what it is, but they're just shitting on this guy. Whatever. Um, and then last but not least – in the main event of the night, we have the moment of bliss with Alexa, who was dressed in a custom child's play Chucky outfit. This isn't the first time she's done it, but this was custom with the y- Yowie Wowie to the Firefly Funhouse, which I really fucking love. Last week when she made her debut on the Firefly Funhouse, she had a sweaty or uh, a fredder, well, fredder, sweaty, Freddie sweater that wasn't exactly a Freddie sweater. It was her version of a Freddy sweater. So her doing horror movie cosplay really does it for me. Really does it for me. Fucking love it. <laughs> um, she did this whole innocent, absent-minded character that she does fantastically while interviewing Randy, making mention of burning mm-hmm. houses down. Randy's like, that's it. Where's, where is Bray? Where's the fiend? <sighs> Drew McIntyre comes out. The lights go out. The fiend's on the ramp. Randy's stuck between Drew McIntyre with the fiend behind him. And Randy picks the lesser of two evils and goes towards Drew McIntyre and says, fuck the monster behind me. Yeah, yeah. Now, this got a lot of shit. People are like, oh, so what? If you don't see the fiend, then he doesn't attack you. I think this is a longer play. I think this is Bray playing mind games with Randy. Yeah, he's not he's
0: like he's not gonna attack him because he feel like he don't need to yet. He just that's all it is. Like I have no reason to attack him right now. He's scared. That's getting I in I Randy's head. That's the thing. He wants you afraid of him. Mm-hmm. And so if you're already afraid of him, he doesn't need to act until it's time.
1: All right. Not good enough for Hulu, Monday Night Raw edition. We had an R-Truth promo talking about the twenty four seven title. Um and how he can fend it twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. So, basically, this guys. led into what ended up being a tag team match between the remaining members of Lucha House Party, Gulak and Tazawa. So, basically, our truth said, you know, you got all these people coming after me and my title, and they got a match later on. I'm going to go scout. So, they have this match. Truth comes down to scout. The match falls apart as everyone's trying to pin Truth and take the title away. Lucha House Party ends up getting the win in the match, and then they all chase Truth out of the arena, trying to beat him to get his 24-7 title. Run, true run. Uh, then as I said, Shane and I are both backstage arguing over who's the key team captain. They've got lists for Adam Pierce. He doesn't seem very interested, but says he'll take it into consideration. Then later Shane and Nia bump into Dana and Mandy and Dana and Mandy say they're undefeated as a tag team. And not only are they coming for the titles, but since they're undefeated, they think they should be on the team. Yes, they are undefeated in their what three matches yeah, undefeated is undefeated. Travis, during this whole exchange between Shayna and Naya and Mandy and Dana, Angel Garza shows up with a rose and gives the rose to Naya Jax. And Shayna's like, Really, Angel? And I was like, Yeah. And I really, 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 and Vince is not happy about this, but I really, really, really want a China Eddie Guerrero thing between Naya Jax and Angel Garza. <laughs> That
0: would be funny, and I'm with it. Like, I'd enjoy that, too. By the way,
1: I'm undefeated in mixed martial arts. (laughs) Uh, The Hurt Business defeat Retribution in elimination tag team match. During the match, to try and help get Retribution, the advantage, Mia Yim enters the ring and starts scratching herself and yelling, get them off me. Now, mind you, she's still in mask. Technically, she's still reckoning, but the ref is yelling, Mia, are you okay? Mia, are you okay? Even though we're not supposed to know that it's Mia Yim, even though we all know it's Mia Yim. Are we not supposed to know it's Mia Yim? We are not. She is reckoning.
0: So it doesn't mean she didn't just change her name. doesn't mean we don't recognize her as Mia Yim. I mean, she's
1: got blue hair. I think They have to know that we know. He's just not calling her by her new name. He's, Mia, are you okay? Mia, are you okay? Uh, also, she's laying on the ground scratching herself. We go to commercial. We come back. She stands That's, up. She's... I scratch myself all the time. What's the big No, thing? scratching herself like fucking Tyrone Biggum scratches himself, Travis. Like... Oh, uh, not, yeah. not scratching her balls. Dude, I don't know what the fuck this shit was. Like, I don't know why Mia got in the ring, why she flopped down, why the ref didn't call for medics if she was having some kind of spasm, why he allowed this to happen. But, you know, T-Bar and... Uh, Bobby Lashley wrestle out into the crowd, and they both get double counted out, so that's their eliminations. MVP, I think, got eliminated early on. Um, this, I think, is where Slapjack got eliminated or some shit like that. Anyway, it comes down. It ends up being Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin versus Ali. Ali causes a DQ by hitting them with a chair, getting himself eliminated. Uh, and then her business chases Ali off. He's out there by himself. But Shelton got the pin Shelton got a pin He got a win On Raw And it wasn't good enough for Hulu Good Give Shelton some fucking respect Now put him on Hulu now he's just What the fuck Yeah That was not good enough for Hulu Monday Night Raw edition So Travis Are you spitting or swallowing Monday Night Raw Yeah I'm spitting I have to swallow the Alexa and Bray stuff Like this isn't a Roman Reigns thing Where I can overlook Three hours of terrible shit Because this was so good but this was good enough that I've got to swallow it because I can't discount how much I love the Alexa Bray stuff, even though the rest of the show was trash.
0: Yeah. See, I don't have the love for brain Alexa. Like you do. I mean, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but I don't yeah. love it. Like you do. So it's just like, it didn't put it up enough for me. I'm like, yeah, I got to spit this. All right.
1: Travis, I was in the chat. Matthew earlier today. You were in the chat earlier today. And somebody in the Facebook group had posted something that I, I agree with, that Halloween Havoc, NXT Halloween Havoc on Wednesday, was one of the greatest wrestling shows they have seen in a long time. And you commented, meh. I said, eh, eh. you just, eh, eh. I don't know. I wasn't impressed. I'm curious as to see what they cut out that you might not have seen that might have put this over for you. Maybe. Because there was some shit in there that I can't believe you didn't enjoy the show. Because first off, we kick it off with a North American title match, Johnny Gargano versus Damian Priest. It is a Devil's Playground match. And this is what I was talking about where, first off, Shotzi was fantastic as host doing the spin the wheel, make the deal. She didn't do the William Shatner stuff. She changed outfits, really, really loved what she was doing and really sold the role. And I, I thought she did a fantastic job. And that might just be partially my bias but even kate thought she did a good job um so i didn't hear the announcers say what the match was because again i can't listen to every word they say mm-hmm. right as the match started they announced that it was a no dq false count anywhere blah, blah blah and i didn't hear it so i tweeted out hey they are going to explain what a devil's playground match is right and then i had a bunch of people tell me oh they said this and i missed it so again mm-hmm. Even though NXT is normally my favorite show, I'm missing shit the announcers say on NXT. Yeah. So you got to excuse me if I miss shit on AEW. Yeah, that you know, Devil's Playground is a hardcore match. They end up fighting over Extreme rules,
0: as they like to call it.
1: They end up fighting all the way over after tearing each other up to the wheel. Someone dressed as Ghostface shows up and gives Johnny the assist. He does a spinning DDT... Off of the wheel, hits Damian Priest with a tombstone, gets the win, and is now the first-ever two-time North American champion. Even though he hates wheels, apparently. Yes, he hates wheels. Which was, I think, the best part is, like, he hates wheels, and then the wheel gave him the assist to get the win. Does, does he drive? No. Candice drives. But he sits
0: in the car. Yes. That has five wheels. Yes. But he hates them.
1: Correct. And that makes sense to you. Yes. Okay. Travis, there are a lot of things I hate that I have to use every day. He doesn't have to use that. He can walk. He can. There are a lot of things I hate that I use every day that I don't have to use, but makes my life easier, even though I don't like them. Yeah, but you don't go out of your way and tell people how much you hate them, though. I feel like that's the entire point of this podcast. Is me sure. And my Twitter is me going out of my way to tell people the things
0: I hate. Um, well, I could say that for me about AEW, but no, I don't go out of my way for
1: AEW. I, I do AEW because you basically forced me to. Yeah. Um, Then we had Pat. So this was my probably my favorite segment of the night, segment-wise. Pat McAfee and the new tag team champs come out, and McAfee breaks down everything. Him hiring Ridge Holland, Ridge Holland taking out Adam Cole, him taking out the Undisputed Era, how he came in contact with Burch and Lorcan, why he picked them, how he, they got together. Kyle O'Reilly then comes out because he's the last surviving member of Undisputed Era. And Pete Dunne comes out with Ky- – well, not with him, but to join Kyle O'Reilly, hands Kyle a chair. McAfee, Lorcan, and Burch back out of the ring. And Pete Dunne then smashes Kyle O'Reilly with the chair takes ridge holland spot in this faction a faction that i am very now interested in because even though you're i know you know who they are but you don't really care Lorkin and birch were two guys that busted their ass that put a lot of people over that worked real hard and in nxt that's a place where they show appreciation for that so i was really happy to see those guys get some shine and get someone like mcafee to make them more interesting as champions mm-hmm. Because I will say they don't have that that it factor, that pop. Like, they're great in-ring workers. They put on great matches, but they don't have the charisma. So now they've got McAfee. Then you add someone that I love, like Pete Dunne, who's just a fucking beast to this, to feud with Undisputed Era, with war games coming up. Dude, this is fucking beautiful. Yeah, and this is one of those things
0: where he's like, it wasn't bad, but in my thing, I'm watching this, and maybe it's just because I don't trust the British
1: but oh no i was with you i knew 100 100
0: like he's about to turn on him like oh yeah
1: this is what's gonna happen here right yeah right up and there's a chair shot yep i think that's more it's a wrestling thing and we knew it was coming because it's wrestling like maybe maybe i i had no doubt in my mind especially because pete dunn has had issues with the undisputed era in the past Mm -hmm. that pete was gonna crack kyler o'reilly and i was so i was waiting for it when it happened i was like, yes.
0: Listen, listen.
1: Because I'm all for this once, faction.
0: Once Seth Rollins turned on the Shield, we knew this was the thing. And it's because like, because that was the only one that surprised me. Like in like recent years, I can think that's the only betrayal that has surprised me in recent years. And that's yeah. not even that recent. That was a long time ago. Actually, if you really think
1: about yeah, it, was like that was like six years ago. Yeah,
0: exactly. So,
1: um, but yeah, no, I'm all for this team. I'm excited. It's another faction in NXT because NXT does factions, and Travis loves factions. Travis Travis um Then we have the. Uh, did you see the Regal and Cameron Grimes stuff and the Haunted House of Terror with Dexter Loomis? Yeah, this is the only interesting thing all night. Fuck you. Um. So Cameron Grimes is freaked out. He's talking to Regal. Regal has this evil British devilish tone to his voice, and he's just enjoying the fear that Cameron Grimes has. Mm. Cameron's like, "So you wanted me to have a match in the ring, right? Because the ring is here, but you're like." Hey, let's go to no, a van. No. We're gonna and... go to
0: the parking lot. You no, know, mm-hmm. just yeah, we're
1: gonna go get in the van. And then in the van <laughs> is Michael P.S. Hayes dressed I, as a fucking Hayes. pumpkin. Yeah, man, dressed Michael as a goddamn pumpkin. P.S. Oh man, singing "Bad Street" because it's Halloween Havoc, and yes. You know, man, uh, man. That was another touch was Johnny Gargano uh, killing the pumpkin, the Halloween Havoc pumpkin, the yeah. inflatable pumpkin. Yeah. Um. Then we have Escobar versus Atlas in a Cruiserweight title match. Um, You didn't see that? Nope. All right. You saw the Haunted House of Terror, though, right? And you enjoyed that? I did. I like the – I'm a little – like, I love this, but I'm also a little disappointed because, like, when they did this with Randy and Bray, why didn't Bray get cool contortionist zombies and shit? Like –
0: So you like this, but your problem with this is that Bray Wyatt didn't get this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like (laughs) – because they did the same thing with bray wyatt so like where was bray wyatt's cool contortionist fucking zombies that fucking fold around and walk all crazy basically dexter loomis went back in time and grabbed all of the evil japanese ghosts from the early 2000s and put them in this house this is the ring this is the grudge this is all that shit and they're just like walking backwards and bending all weird and crawling around and it was fantastic scaring the shit out of dexter loomis i really or cameron grimes i loved when cameron grimes like started stripping down to get the shower with dexter loomis's sister
0: yeah who who clearly was not gonna be it was clearly not gonna be a good thing like you're in this haunted ass (laughs) house and you decide you're gonna strip down and hop in the shower with somebody now
1: (laughs) really i loved it you fucking idiot (laughs) dexter just being everywhere following cameron but he doesn't know he's being followed and then a little bit of brawls the referee with the face and just all the shit they did this was great cameron ends up getting attacked by the contortionist zombies throws one over a gate runs away and walks all the way back to the Capitol wrestling center Um, we're gonna jump to it they finish the match he comes inside passes out in a graveyard realizes he's in the graveyard more contortionist zombies chase him into the ring where Dexter Loomis is. The fight continues. Loomis body presses a zombie that they referred to again as his sister, which is just <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ends up choking out and then petting Cameron Grimes. Dexter Loomis gets the win. We get the end at it. it but was, I said, did
0: you really get the win or is it just over at this point? Like it just went, over. Like he
1: didn't win because it,
0: was like, it wasn't really a, a ref to giving a decision or anything. It was just like, all right, you're done now.
1: <laughs> it was great. Uh, did you see Rhea Ripley versus uh, Reyna Gonzalez or Raquel Gonzalez, John Gonzalez? I was about to say, are we going to stop calling her Giant Gonzalez? Okay. But, yeah, I did see it. Dude, they beat the shit out of each other. Like, this was a hard-hitting big haas match like they really went at it i was really impressed by giant gonzalez here i will say the one criticism i had for halloween havoc was that giant gonzalez was not dressed as oh, giant God. gonzalez but other than that no this was a fantastic match they beat the crap out of each other ria got the win i really enjoyed it this is not like kate and i were talking about this this isn't the wrestling style that you expect to see From the women, this was very much a JBL, Ron Simmons type, you Mm -hmm. know, back and forth beating. Yeah, you "You don't expect to see
0: this from women, but we got that and I enjoyed it. I did. Um, We don't get enough of those matches anymore. You
1: didn't see anything with Drake Maverick, did you? Nope. This is why you didn't like Halloween Havoc. And when I tell you what happened, it may change your mind. Actually, hold on. I didn't see it, so it doesn't matter. No, Travis, hold on. I actually saved this and I'm going to send it to you, and you're going to fucking watch it because no. you're going to fucking love this. Where did I put it? There it is. I'm texting you a video now. Travis, trust me. You need to see this. Okay. Um, is it so a video we... or is it a link to a video? It should just be the video. You should probably send it to me on Twitter then. Okay. Uh, we'll do that then. Um, while I'm doing that, talk a little bit more about what you enjoyed about the Reina Gonzalez match while I'm trying to get that shit up.
0: No, I mean, we already talked about it. It's just we don't see that kind of thing from women. Like, the like last time, I don't think I've ever seen that from a women's match. Like, even, you know, if we get, like, Natalia versus Beth Phoenix back in the day or something like that, we didn't get a match like this. Like, and typically, it's the kind of match that the – uh The IWC really hates because it's, you know, the slower pace kind of match, but I like those anyway because it's just, you know, beat the fuck out of each other. Like, let's get a fight here. Technical marvels aren't always the best. Sometimes
1: you just need to fight. I agree with that. Um, I'm just going to send it to you here because this is being a pain in the ass. Done. And send, and then I can get back to my notes while you wait for that to come through. Where'd you send it? I sent it to uh, the Travis and Vince Delgado DM because it was being stupid. <laughs> so Vince is gonna get it too, even though he's already seen it. Um, then we had a promo about Champa, where Champa uh, basically talks about making NXT, I didn't NXT again. You didn't see that.
0: Nope.
1: All right. Uh, you saw the main event tables, ladders, and scares. EO defeats oh Candice LeRae. I was very surprised that Candice LeRae lost this.
0: that was fun i enjoyed that
1: paying homage to halloween havoc spin the wheel make the deal the yeti and the giant f- dry fucking hulk hogan but drake maverick is hulk hogan and the Shockmaster. really digging in i love that shit i'm so happy it happened that was fun. um but anyway eo shirai defeats Candice LeRae in a banger of a match tables ladders and scares uh ghostface shows up here too trying to assist Candice in getting the win. That doesn't happen because Shotzi comes in with an electric chair drop onto the chairs, taking the ghost face out. Candice takes a nasty bump outside of the ring, goes knees first through that ladder. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I, I'm i a little – I really thought Candice was going to win here, though. So, here's why I said, eh.
0: And it's partially just because of what NXT has like, traditionally been and also because of them using the Halloween Havoc gimmick here. But you tell me what they did on this show besides that De- Dexter Loomis match that I wouldn't see on another NXT show on a Wednesday.
1: Um, Everything with Shotzi Blackheart. Talking about the spin the wheel, make a deal. That's called Raw Roulette. We see it all the time. What else you got? We don't see it all the time. And that's something that you would not see on NXT, which was your question. Not on a WWE show. You said on NXT any week. That is something. Shotzi hosting. The entire way they redid the Capitol Wrestling Center for the aesthetic of Halloween Havoc. The callbacks to WCW that they did in the show, which you wouldn't see on just a regular episode of NXT. What more are you looking for, Travis? Normally on a Halloween Havoc show, you have like you have the <laughs> Chamber of Horrors match. or You have the, the fucking the monster truck. The, the one thing. and That was the Haunted House of Horror. And the rest is a regular wrestling show. You didn't see the Rey Mysterio homage that Escobar did wearing the pants uh, designed after Rey Mysterio's Halloween Havoc outfit for the Cruiserweight title match. But you can see a Cruiserweight title there but that was a feature of Halloween Havoc, you know. They did that with Jake Atlas, and they put, paid homage to why Halloween Havoc was great. And I thought put on a very entertaining show. You're not going to see a TLC match on a regular episode of NXT every week. Yeah, but you'll Got see a lot of match though. It's like you've seen them on
0: NXT shows before. It's just it, to me, it just it wasn't really. I don't know. It just didn't really blow me blow my socks off. And mind just, you, this wasn't this technically wasn't a pay per view. This was I didn't technically was a regular
1: review. But it but was what I'm saying to be a special
0: is special event. It didn't, feel, it didn't feel that special to me. You know, like Great American Bash felt like an event to me when they did that one. Like, that I was thought cool. this
1: was way better than Great American it. Bash was. Like, I thought Great American Bash was good, fun, fine, whatever. I thought they knocked this out of the park. This is definitely my favorite thing I've seen from NXT all year long. That's fine. You're allowed to be wrong. I'm just saying, have yeah, we on. disagree. It's fine. I just, it didn't really do it for me. You're such a disappointment.
0: I am swallowing NXT I've heard and that saying before. NXT is the best show of the week. I mean, I'm still swallowing. I'm not saying it was bad. It just wasn't as great as people were building it up to be.
1: Um, not good enough for Hulu, by the way. NXT edition was the Escobar defeating Jake Atlas match with Escobar honoring Rey Mysterio in the uh, Rey Mysterio Halloween Havoc tights. The Maverick Hogan thing that Travis got to watch uh, where Maverick was dressed as Hogan. We got the Shockmaster. We got the Yeti and the Giant. And a of promo where basically he said he was at one time the greatest sports entertainer in the world, and NXT doesn't look the way NXT used to. And basically, he was saying he wanted to make NXT NXT again because it's changed, and he doesn't know why. But he walks around, and he doesn't like what he sees.
0: Okay.
1: Like I said, I'm I'm swallowing NXT.
0: Well, I and told you, me, I'm swallowing it. And like I said, it wasn't like I didn't like the show. It just wasn't like you know.
1: Amazing to me. It was just like, oh, okay, cool. There was stuff on SmackDown that I didn't care or didn't like. There was stuff on Raw that I definitely didn't like and didn't care about. And AEW was just, it was fine. NXT, best show of the week. Yeah, I say SmackDown, but you know. What? The only really good thing, other than Bianca Belair getting on the Survivor Series match that happened, was the stuff with Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. That was it. And that was. And the you. only thing that I really enjoyed on NXT was
0: that Dexter Loomis match. So, like I you said, you enjoyed Giant Gonzalez versus Rhea Ripley? It was a solid match, yeah.
1: You're fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, I know that, but that doesn't do with my opinion here.
1: Yeah, 100% does. Uh, so, yeah, we're divided down the middle. I don't know how we, we solve that other than I'm the uh, HWBIC. So, ladies and gentlemen, officially NXT was the best show of the week. Nah, we'll smack down. It's fine. He can say that.
0: You know. The thing is, he claims to be, you know, yeah, he runs this show.
1: But who determines whether or not the show even gets put up? I mean, technically you do.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Luckily for me, people love me, so if you did cut me off, I'm sure I can find a home somewhere else where people still have to listen to me talk. Remember that. I believe me, I, I have written that down. I have Made sure I know I have somewhere to land should Travis just decide to cancel this show. I've well, got a couple I'm on canceling the show, period. I just mean this particular one. Oh, okay. You know.
0: Might just, um, might just, you know, happen to disappear like another show that just
1: has never seen the light of day that you claim I made disappear. Well... <laughs> I don't know why I can watch it from the same thing that you can't access it from. That That's the noticed. thing.
0: It's weird. It, it actually is really weird. Like, honestly, like I have no idea why that happened. I'm not even like, you know, fucking with you here. I really
1: don't know what happened. And That <laughs> is the greatest gold dust discussion that has ever happened. And it's sad that I'll never see. Yeah, and now. I've never heard it. Like, I want to hear that, but I've never heard it. Anyway, go ahead. What are you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say, is there a creation conversation coming Monday. up? Monday? Monday creation conversation. I will not be on it, but you should still go watch it. Nope, you certainly will not. And it won't be happening during October, so you won't even have to feel bad because there's no you know, fucking disappointing. Um, other than that, nothing else we got to plug? Not right now. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, stay tuned for our Survivor Series matchups. I will be putting polls on Twitter and Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash smacking it raw and Twitter at Matt Ritter. Yes, our Survivor Series matchup. What did I say? No, I said the week leading up to Survivor Series. Oh, the That's week right. leading up to Survivor Series. There will be polls that you can vote on to determine who you think would win. in Travis's for the culture UPN broadcast of SmackDown and his champions versus Raw is Ritter and his champions. For whatever Man, let reason, his... let me just point out yeah, no, that
0: I the uh, IC champ on that brand is a white boy from Georgia. Just, Just yeah. saying. Okay. Just
1: saying. I, I thought that you were going to point out that on Twitter, they determined that you had the best roster. I mean, I wasn't going to go there, but
0: since you brought it up, I
1: mean, I didn't even, I didn't say it, you
0: did, but yeah, the Twitter universe has determined that my roster was the best roster.
1: Fuck all 16 of you that voted. like, like I can't help that. I know what I'm doing. Fuck all 16 of you, then. <laughs> um, and then Katie was determined on the Facebook group to have the best roster. Yeah. For yeah. her NXT pick. Is there, like, a, a third social media outlet
0: that you put it up on that maybe you won?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. My personal Instagram. They, oh, uh, oh. No one can see her access. And nobody can that. see, so you're the only one that voted on you. <laughs> Correct. You determined And I won. Yourself <laughs> and I won. So, fuck you. <laughs> so, that's a three-way tie. Win's a win. W's a W, baby. Oh man. Uh, as I said on Twitter and Instagram at the Creation World. That is at T H E C R E A T I A World. That is the brand that encompasses everything that is creation world, including the Smack and Raw podcast, Super Flashy Arrow of Tomorrow, and currently the Creation Conversation. And any other podcast that Travis gets a wild hair up is asked to create and do and invite everyone but me on under this brand. Mm-hmm. You guys might even also- bring in outside people and only do them with outside people, who would never do it with Matt exactly like <laughs> Vince or any of the other people I introduced him to from all the hard work I've done,
0: except TC. Except TC, because well,
1: <laughs> don't worry, TC Travis will need a day off, we'll get you back on. Actually,
0: yeah, we'll talk about that after we're
1: done here, but mm-hmm. um, soon actually, okay. yeah. You also can find Travis on Twitter and Instagram at SirCussLot. That is at S-I-R underscore C-U-S-S-A-L-O-T-T, where you can go talk to him about how petty he is or how he should treat me better. I would really appreciate it. He'll ignore you, but, you know, just show your love for me. Let him know how valuable I am to his team because he makes it sound like I'm underappreciated. Um, you guys can find me on Twitter at Matt Ritter. That is at M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. You guys can find us on Facebook. Let me just at, point out that, you
0: know, he complains, but he gets to host his own show on my brand and nobody else does. But go ahead.
1: Facebook.com slash creation world. Uh, there, all the videos are posted on Facebook. If you want to watch us on Facebook <laughs> and then they're shared to other groups, um, but you can find everything there for creation world. Also link tree slash creation world. will get you YouTube Pornhub, Patreon, and the Teespring merch store. There sh- will be very soon, once I get the time, a new shirt going up, unless Travis does it before me, with the new Smack and um,
0: Raw.
1: I don't think we're going to do any extra bullshit. It's just going to be that logo, because that's you enough. froze. Go back. To what point? When you started talking about the shirt. Vince designed it. It is the new logo for Smackin' a Raw. It is in the Raw is War style. Um, I don't think I'm going to add any, anything to the back. Um, if not Travis gets it up before I do, then we'll do that. One of us will get it up soon, though. Uh, yeah, not necessary. It's going to be its own thing. Possibly a hashtag Ritter over Riddle shirt. Uh, other people are using that hashtag, and I appreciate that. Flex Eddie and JJ, thank you for supporting. Hashtag Ritter over Riddle. Um, and if I win Survivor Series, there will be a Raw is Ritter t-shirt going up at the Teespring store that you can rock. So go check that out. Um, audio forms, Linktree slash Smackin' It Raw. You guys can find us there. Most importantly, though, YouTube, if you are listening and you haven't, go subscribe to YouTube. Get our YouTube numbers up. Help us out.
0: Yeah, I man, all Pornhub. you
1: listeners out there that were listening to the audio form, just go subscribe to the YouTube. What, what's wrong? Because the they probably already, they're like, oh, they're going to plug their shit and they turn the show off and they don't hear this part. I need to do it at the beginning. Yeah, that might be what we need to do because it's just like, yo, they're, Way too many of you listening
0: to the audio version not to go and subscribe to the YouTube. Like, get it together. Just get us to 100. Yeah, that's all we want. Just get us to 100, and then we'll talk about 200. Exactly, and then we'll talk about 500, you know, then exactly. 1,000. Then, you know, 500,000, because I'm
1: never satisfied. For Sir cuss Travis Pointer, I am the Warden Mad Ritter. We are Smacking It Raw. We are the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Peace.